Happy Thursday and welcome back to the Faith Now podcast. This is a podcast hosted by our pastor at Faith Church in Glenpool, Toby Youngblood. And this week, the message is all about new things. All over this country, we can see the wonderful new things that God is doing and the lives that are being changed by the thousands. It's so amazing to see. And in today's episode, Pastor Toby is going to be sharing how that applies to you and me. Thank you again for joining us today. We hope this message truly blesses you. So let's get into it. Here's Pastor Toby. I want to talk to you about new things. I couldn't decide between the two titles. I had a title that was called Blessed or Blocked. Blessed or Blocked or New Things. And so we went with new things, but both titles would be appropriate for our talk today that we're going to talk about the blessings of God in our life. The psalmist said these words, Your word is a lamp unto my feet, it's a light unto my path. The Bible talks about a centurion soldier in Matthew chapter 8 whose servant was dying, and he said to Jesus, who was not there uh, at the time, he met Jesus away in a different geography, a different place from where his servant was at his house, miles away, and the centurion asked Jesus to heal his servant, and he he told Jesus, you don't even need to come to the house, you just speak the word from here, and I know my servant will live. Jesus was blown away with that kind of faith because the centurion wasn't even a believer. And Jesus said, and I quote Jesus saying, never have I found such great faith. What does faith have to do with it? If you just hear it, but you do nothing with it. You hear the word and you do the word. Do you want to hear about healing or do you want to experience it? Do you want to hear about blessings or do you want to be blessed? Do you want to hear about victory or do you want to be victorious? God wants to do something new, but new things can be a real challenge for some of us. It can be a real challenge. God's trying to bless us. God's trying to do some new things and sometimes new things and sometimes a change is tough for us. In this particular instance here in the Bible and during biblical times, the Roman church at that time Uh, was so focused on the law. They were centered on the law, living by the law, and couldn't just shake themselves from that, and were so focused on keeping the law and doing the law. Uh, The writer of Hebrews tells us that God spoke in those days through prophets. We know that. We're going to be reading from a prophet here in a minute, uh, prophet Isaiah. But he spoke to the people in those days through the prophets, and the Hebrew people were preoccupied by the law. And so Uh, It was making it difficult for them to embrace a new way of thinking. And that new thing that they had, the new thing that 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 they were preaching, the new thing they were trying to get them to experience was this new thing called grace. That they could not, could not understand, they could not for some reason grasp the fact that they no longer had to live under the law because they were living under grace. It was something new. It was a new thing, and it was a better thing, but they needed to be led into a new way of thinking. It was difficult for them to embrace that new way of thinking. And so, based on some great science, we know that our brains um, create highway connections and anchor memories. Where our brains are trained to do things a certain way. Where anything new or anything different, anything that doesn't feel familiar, 
It's difficult for us to accept. It's difficult for us to do, and it feels frustrating just because of the way our brains are wired. I mean, we have established a way, all of us have, of doing things. Uh, we call these things neuropathways. It's how our brains have been trained to think a certain way, do things a certain way, and do things a certain amount of time. And so we train that way. All of us are. You have a certain way of doing things the way you do them. You just do. And so do I, because we just our brains are trained that way. So what happens is, anytime something different or anytime something changes, we freak out. Because that's not the way we've always done it. That's not the way we've done it before. And so it's a change for us, and so it kind of freaks us out a little bit when we have these new things. So Isaiah the prophet, in chapter 43, verses 18 and 19, this powerhouse prophet is writing and he's addressing this. And he starts out by saying, but forget all that, and we'll get to that in a minute. He says, forget all that. The Lord says, the Lord says, the Lord says, it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do, for I'm about to do something new. See, I already begun. Explanation point. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry wasteland. The verse says, forget all that. Forget what? What's he talking about when he says, forget all that? Well, it's in the previous verses. I read 18 and 19. If you look at verses 14 and 17 that lead up to when God says, but forget all that, look at what he's telling you to forget. This is what the Lord says in verse 14. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sakes I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those ships they were so proud of. For I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator and King. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all of its chariots and horses, and I drew them beneath the waves, and they all drowned, and their lives were snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. The Lord promises victory, obviously a reference to Moses leading the children of Israel through the Red Sea to dry ground to the promised land. The Lord promises victory. The Lord promises victory, and the Lord always keeps his promise. Here's what God wants you to know today. You ain't seen nothing yet. When he says, I'm doing a new thing, I'm doing a new thing, that sounds exciting. But when we really start to discuss what it means, sometimes we kind of are hesitant because there is Barriers. There is adversity sometimes. I'm making a way in this season of wilderness, and I'm running streams in a wasteland. In other words, God's telling these Hebrew people who are in exile and captivity, I'm trying to bless you, and I've been trying to bless you your whole life, but you keep blocking the blessings. God says, all of your life, I've been trying to bless you your entire life. God says, all of your life, all of my life, I've been trying to flow to you and flow through you and release what you need. God is trying to bless you. God's trying to bless you at the very state of your being. He's trying to bless the people of Israel. And they're blocking God's access while they're in exile in Babylon. God's saying, I want to bless your life today. He said, I want to bless your socks off. He's trying to bless your life today. But he's trying to do it at the very state of your being, your very soul. Recall God's promise to Abraham? Remember that promise? He said, Abraham, you're going to be a blessing. Remember that? 
And you know what else? He took it up a notch. He also said this. And Abraham, whoever gets in your proximity is going to get blessed too. What blocks us from experiencing his blessing? Well, shame will. A lot of people live in shame. Weakness. Mistakes. Your past. The essence of the gospel is that God breaks down barriers. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. That's good news. Romans chapter 8 puts it this way. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but he gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us a right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us. He was raised to life for us. And he's sitting at a place of honor at the right hand, pleading for us. Can anything separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean that he no longer loves us if we have some kind of trouble or calamity or persecuted or we're hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Because the scripture says, for your sake we are killed every day as being slaughtered like sheep. No! Despite all of these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing ever can separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor our fears for today or worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing at all in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. He's wanting to bless you. Freedom does not come easy so that God can be understood as the God of possibility. Sometimes your situation requires some persistence where sometimes God's going to allow you to go through a situation that's going to look impossible so that he can reveal himself as a God that is possible, that all things are possible. Sometimes Lazarus has to stay in the tomb a few days longer. Why? So God can show everybody that he's the only real source for life. And sometimes in your situation, you're going through and you think, well, where's the blessing in this? Understand, he who made a way, a job, recovery from an emotional hardship. Someone gave you 20 bucks that you needed money for gas at one point in your life. I'm talking to the people that God made a way for you. Oh, he's made a way for you, and he's made a way for me in great blessings. And that's why he said, can you not see it? Do you not perceive it? God made a way. Isaiah said, he made a way through the sea, he'll do it again. Isaiah 43, 18, he kind of messes up the flow of things and says something that just blew my mind that was so counterintuitive. When Isaiah writes and says, but forget all of that. Forget all of that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Forget the past. It's paralyzing to live in the past. We relive all of our dumb decisions. God's trying to bless you. God's always trying to bless you. That's an attribute of his character. But listen, 
our unbelief and our stubborn refusal to accept the fact that God's been there for us all along. And he keeps wanting to bless us our entire lives. But in order, listen Isaiah, in order to get past the mistakes made in the past, God says, I'm doing a new thing. We've got to see it. When we dwell on our mistakes of our past, it forms barriers. We block the blessing. And Isaiah reminds them, and reminds his people of the miracle, and then he says, forget it. And so he does this great miracle of leading millions of people through the Red Sea, and then he destroys the Egyptian army. That is one of the greatest miracles ever done. And now the prophet Isaiah says through God, to, says through Isaiah what? Forget that ever happened. Just forget all that. He said it. And the reason he said it is, I'm trying to do something new in your life. I'm trying to do something greater in your life. And you can't see it. You're missing it because you're living in the past, whether it be bad or it be good. God doesn't want you to rely on a memory of a miracle that God's already performed because we'll miss the miracle that's in progress. Remember, God made a way. It's not my job to predict the way. It's just my job to trust God that he'll make a way. We do not need to know the how as long as we know the who. God is the alpha and the omega. We get stuck in the beta blessing and we can't receive the needed upgrade because we don't believe. We don't believe it. The devil blinds us. God is making a way right now. He's making a way right now. And we are blessed. We are blessed. New things. New things. Better things are coming your way. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Then receive it today. In Jesus' name. Hey, we want to thank you again for sticking around. We hope you start to see those new things that God is doing in your life. And we would also love for you to share that with us. We have new episodes every Thursday at 6 p.m. And if you want to visit us in person this weekend, you can join us for our traditional service at 9 a.m. or our contemporary service at 10.30 a.m. And then we also have a live stream broadcast of our services posted on Facebook and our website, faithchurchnow.com at 10.30 Central Time. We appreciate you for joining us today and listening to this podcast. We hope you have a good week. Stay strong. Faith strong.